What is up, guys? Welcome back to Success in Dialogue after the one-week break. Today we've got Season 1, Episode 6, Segment 1, and we're talking all about food. We have two awesome guests today. Maddie McSweeney is a student at Michigan State University and an aspiring dietitian. She has her own food Instagram account. And Isabel Reber is also a student at Michigan State University, and she has her own baking business. Guys, thanks for tuning in after our short break. As always, make sure to follow us on Instagram, at Success in Dialogue, on Twitter, at SID Podcast One, and make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't done any of those already. Please, I'm asking, this episode is free to listen to and hopefully full of a bunch of that straightforward, actionable advice that we love to give in these shorter episodes. So please, share this with a friend. Put it on your social media if you enjoyed it. This is the way the podcast gets out there and the way that we spread the success and dialogue message and enlarge our family. So thank you in advance for that. And without further ado, I will turn you over. See you on the other side. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Success in Dialogue with Patrick Lee, Season 1, Episode 6, All About Food. And today I am joined by two of my good friends who know a lot about food. I will allow them to introduce themselves right now, but thank you all for tuning in and listening this week. My name is Isabel. I'm an entrepreneur and I have a small baking business. My name is Maddie and I run a food Instagram called Maddie's Wholesome Eats. Yes. So, first of all, psyched to have these guys on. Um, I don't know if any of you guys out there follow them on Instagram, but the stuff that they make looks super good, tastes super good. As always, starting with our first pitch, kind of a little icebreaker, um, where we can learn a little bit about our guests. So, I'm going to ask you guys, just paint a little picture. Okay. So, it's about to be August. Maybe it's thunderstorming outside. You're at home. Um and you get like a sweet tooth, like a little sweet tooth egg. You guys are both good bakers, good chefs. What are you making for a dessert for a night in? What's your go-to? If I'm just making dessert for myself, I definitely would go with like brownies. Okay. Or something like that, like brownies and ice cream, cookies and ice cream, because I don't get to do those a lot for like orders. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So I like, but that's your personal favorite. Oh, I love chocolate. So, like, yeah, like brownies that. for but sure. But do you, do you get to recommend the brownies to people, or do they just say, I want these cookies? Sometimes we usually mm. people want custom things, not brownies. Can you do custom brownies? Um, I guess I could. That's not something that I thought of. All of you out there just <laughs> want some personalized want brownies. brownies. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Maddie? Um, well, it depends because I want something more like. Chocolatey, like as well said, I think I'd honestly go with brownies as well. But I also make this like cinnamon apple, like crumb cake, and I made it for wow. my neighbors once, and they said it was very good. And my parents like it too. So if I'm feeling more of like a not chocolatey, more like fruity type dessert, I would go with that. And it's really good with vanilla ice cream. So yeah, vanilla ice cream is a must have for most desserts. Warm I brownies, agree. vanilla ice cream, anything you can pair with ice cream, you can't go wrong, right? Yeah. Never hurts, never hurts. But Maddie, you focus on food more with a healthy bent, yes, right? Yeah. And does that put a detriment on your dessert eating at all? Or um, well, my parents actually request like if I don't make a dessert on like what, let's say it's Monday or whatever, 
it'll be like seven and then I was like why aren't you making anything yet and I'm like oh sorry. wow I, I didn't you're just know. expected at this yeah. point and so one day I was just like I like to experiment so I'll look up a ton of recipes and then I'll kind of just like piece things together what I think would like be good mm-hmm. and I made these like vegan brownies so I used vegan butter which is called ghee and then I used flax eggs which is flaxseed mixed with water instead of eggs and whole wheat flour and I like didn't tell anyone I just like made them and I was like yeah I made these like healthy brownies and I brought them like to my friend's house and like everything and they're all like said it was the best brownies they've ever had and I'm like well guess what they're like healthier than regular brownies you know okay so I think some desserts you can't really make healthy like I tried to make like cupcakes and they weren't like you know that great mm-hmm. but like i've made brownies i've made cookies like some cakes and stuff i think you can make healthier substitute some ingredients for healthier ones like use whole wheat flour instead of all-purpose flour like it tastes the same to me or you know. wow okay and that's is that story with the brownies how you got the idea for maddie's wholesome eats no it was like a little bit after i made it like after i made the account because i was just looking for new things that i hadn't made yet so i could post like right new inventions right. i guess yeah so i'm curious and i'm sure everybody out there is curious how did that come about and how did your kind of passion for food turn into something that you get to share with a lot of people well, okay, so I'm just going to start from the beginning. So going into college, <laughs> my major was pre-dental, like human bio, which was not me at all. But like okay. I thought I wanted to be an orthodontist. But after like first semester, like actually it was like middle first semester, I was like, you know, I don't really think this is for me. Right, like, I'm right. I'm really like hating all the classes I'm taking and stuff. But I've always like grown up eating healthy. And my mom used to be a personal trainer. And like that's just like how my lifestyle was. And so... Um, I was kind of just like talking to my RA one day and I was like, you know, I like want to change my major, but like, I don't really know like what I'm into. Like, mm-hmm. and she's like asking me all these questions and she's like, I think you'd be good at dietetics. So I like looked it up and I like talked to my mom and stuff and my mom was like over the moon because she's like super into nutrition and right. stuff. And my mom's sister, she's a little bit younger than my mom. She had kidney failure and pancreas like problems and stuff. So like, that's always been like, I've always wanted to help people like her. Right. And so then I was like, okay, yeah, I think I can do this, like, dietetics thing. Like, I think that's what's best for me. And then we got sent home due to corona. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think I'm going to, like, start a food Instagram. Like, one, I thought it would look good on my resume, which, like... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so I was like, you know, Especially, like, cool. yeah. Yeah, for And dietetics. then, like, we're in quarantine, so, like, you can't see anyone and there's nothing really to do. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to, like... Me and my mom cooked dinner, like, every night. And, like, I made desserts, healthier desserts when I was bored and stuff. So... That's how I kind of got into wow. it. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, you. Okay. So, first of all, what is dietetics for everyone out there who doesn't okay, know, so including me? <laughs> Yikes. It's like health and nutrition. So, like, my end goal, I don't know if that's another question. My sure. end goal is to be a registered dietitian. So, I, there's lots of things you can do with it. You can go, like, the entrepreneur side and, like, have your own practice, or you can work in hospitals and work with patients or also work with people that want to lose weight or whatever. I'm not exactly sure where I'm going to go with it yet, but I think I'll start off working in the hospitals with people that just had surgery and they need to figure out what they want to eat and right. stuff that will like get their um, vitamins and nutrients and stuff. So, What kind of classes does that involve for you um, at school? So last year I took Intro to Nutrition. It was by far my favorite class. I took that second semester. And then you have to take a decent amount of science classes. So I took last year and then I have to take orgo this year and I took bio mm. last year so 
it's not like easy I know some people think it might be like oh it's nutrition just eat healthy you know but like it's actually pretty hard because you have to get into the nitty-gritty kind of details yeah of the whole thing and then after I graduate I have to do a master's program paired with a dietetic internship at the same time so wow that is pretty intense yeah but you're kind of full steam ahead on that yes okay okay so you started this over when you were quarantined and you made all these dinners with your mom was there one that you was your favorite and maybe one that was your least favorite okay because I feel like in the kitchen when I'm in there most of the time I'm no pro but it's a failure like (laughs) food can go south quickly in my experience Um, and then there's no worse feeling than when you just made something a couple hours like putting in blood sweat and tears and you taste it and it's awful it's happened to me before does it have to be a dessert or I mean does it have to be a dinner or can it be a dessert anything you want okay so my favorite dinner it's really hard because there's so many that I've made that like we've never had before that we've made over quarantine or whatever and that were really good um probably one of my favorite was buffalo chicken sweet potato so we like made buffalo chicken in the like Instapot, and then we like put the sweet potatoes in the oven, and like it didn't like sound like I was like that's kind of like a weird pair, you know. Mm-hmm. But my family was doing like a detox at the time, and so it was like like it was like detox friendly, and so we were like, all right, let's do it, and it was like so good, like it's probably one of my like parents and my my brother's favorite things, and I have another second favorite. Okay. So um, I made these like homemade bagels one time, like they're just literally flour and. Yogurt, well, self-rising flowers that has salt and baking soda or baking powder, I think. And I was like looking up a like it's just magic dough, I guess, that you can make a ton of different things. You can make bagels, pretzels, pizza crust, whatever. So made bagels first, and they were like not that sweet. I put chocolate chips in one, so it like made it taste better. But like they kind of tasted more like soft pretzels slash pizza dough. So then one night, my parents got like cheese and pepperonis and like a ton of toppings from Cantoros. And then I made the pizza oh, that's dough. A great story. Pizza, and it was so good. My parents like never want to get pizza from like places like Jack's right. or Benitas or whatever. They always want me to make this homemade <laughs> pizza, and they'll have like friends over, and they'll be like, "Oh, like by the way, like you're making us dinner," and I'm like, "Oh, no, okay, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." Right. So, so you you said that your family was on a detox at one point. Yeah. Together. Well, everyone minus my. <laughs> oh, okay. So, and it's and you have two brothers, right? Just one. Just one. Yes. Okay. So, how influential has it been? Like your family, you said your mom was a personal trainer, and she kind of gave you advice when you were switching to dietetics. Being around people who are health conscious. Yeah, I think it's definitely easier to be healthy when you're around people that are also healthy. I think it's hard to eat healthy when you're around people that eat kind of like junk food and go out to eat a lot because then you want to do that too. But like when this is what I think personally. So at my house, my mom doesn't buy a lot of junk food. So when I want to go eat a snack, there's not really any junk food to eat. Right. And when I go to my friend's houses or go babysit or whatever, and they have like junk food everywhere, like it's so much easier to just like pick at random things. Sure. Then if you don't even have it in your house, then you can't even like eat it. And yeah. You like, if you want a snack, if you really want a snack, if you're really hungry, then you'll eat something healthy. But if you're just like looking for something or you're bored and stuff you're like oh nothing really like seems good so yeah it's a lot easier to I think eat healthy when you're surrounded by people who also are similar yeah 
Yeah, that's that's gonna buy. It's big time just to not buy it. I feel like that's mm-hmm. something yeah. people don't and think when about. We do just buy, like, don't get it at the store. Yeah. Like we eat it like so fast. Like, sure. Everyone just like. I feel like everyone does. Right. That's how those things go. When you come back from the grocery store, the best things that you buy are the first things. Mm-hmm. That you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. So, and when you started your Instagram, you wanted to do a food account. Yeah. And that account for people who don't follow is just food or. Yeah, Give us a so rundown. Um, mainly I just do food. Sometimes on my, well, on my actual Instagram, like stuff I post is mm-hmm. just food. But I'll post like stories. I have little like Instagram story blurbs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll post like, oh, I just finished this workout or like recommendations or like shout outs to other accounts or whatever. And yeah. And I recently just started, like I just became like a kind of like ambassador, I guess, for a new like activewear line that's wow. in pre-launch. So I haven't posted anything about that yet, but it's coming soon. So can can you tell the listeners the name of the brand? Yeah, it's called Savvy. Wow. Yeah. Okay, and that's recently that yeah, came about. Like a few weeks ago. So. And I've they just, just reached out to, to you. Now my mom's friend actually brought the idea to me. She thought that I'd be good at it with my food Instagram promoting it because I have a decent amount of followers now. Like, yeah, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, I kind of have a lot of followers. Like, no big deal. Like, people love my content. No big deal. Um, well, that's awesome. That's really cool. And it seems like it's it's more of a lifestyle thing. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. food definitely pairs with exercise and sleep and and stuff like that. But that that is very cool. Um, Isabel, sorry, we've been neglecting you in the middle. <laughs> it's um, okay. We're gonna talk about. Um, your journey with food maybe a little different um, for those of you who don't know uh, she runs owns president CEO you know, right, all uh, baked by Isabel <laughs> and tell us a little bit about that um, so I kind of started it like kind of on accident actually like mm. I've always baked and stuff and then like when I was maybe like 14 one of like my family friends texted my mom and was like hey like we got this quote for like baked goods from a bakery but we were hoping like Isabel would do it for like the same price we just rather order from her and so I was like okay yeah like I can make them some cookies whatever and then from there it was like then my other family friends wanted it and then like you know their friends and friends of friends and now it's like now I get texts from people that I like have no idea who they are so it's like I didn't really intend to start a business, but I'm glad that it took right. off like that. Right. And so you do mostly desserts. Yes. Okay. And Primarily desserts. And custom stuff for like parties and stuff like that, right? Yes. So I do a lot of custom cookies just because the possibilities are really endless right. with cookies. Like you can literally write anything you want on a cookie. Um, but I also do a lot of cake pops, especially for graduation parties. Love cake pops. Because everyone loves God. cake pops. The um, 21st century brings <laughs> cake pops. The world is so much better. <laughs> yep. And then I do cupcakes, You uh, a good amount. And then occasionally I'll get a cake order. Okay. But, I mean, I have like seven people in my house, so I'm also like, there's a birthday every other month, so... Oh, yeah. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. And you have to shoulder that burden yeah. of being the baker. <laughs> exactly. With great power comes great responsibility. I know. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> um, so, and you, that spread it almost totally by word of mouth. Yes. Right? Which yes. is the best thing for food. You know, you want people to say, hey, like this was super good. Yeah. Um, what was that thing that we had? 
Oh, I, that was that. What is that? What? Um, they were oatmeal chocolate so chip good. caramelita bars. I yeah. Think. When we were at when we, oh my god, they were so good. So we were at we were it was at Maddie's house yeah. and you had just given her like a box or whatever and it was Joey Cow and I and Mr. Cachet just demolished <laughs> like like five each and they were gone and yeah. he was like I was gonna th- like this is a week's worth of supply from Isabel like and they I were gone. I made like a bunch of them like a huge tray and I cut them up in like you know little squares and I was so like oh good. bring some over to the Cachets because you know I've got a bunch and they ate them all. They were gone. I mean and that was like the night of. They were yeah, so good. Awesome. Yeah. They were fantastic. I saw a picture that they sent me of like them all holding their Yeah, <laughs> we all hold it. Yeah. Um and so those were super good. And then you did Maddie's grad party stuff for it, right? Um I don't think I don't think I did Maddie's. Okay. I did I can't remember who's I did. I've yeah, done a lot, I feel like you've done a lot. Is yeah. that the main the main like Um I do event? a lot of grad parties, especially like this time of year, you know, like summer. It picks up. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and then yeah. Well, I guess it's hard because this year I was at school, so from, like, September until we got sent home, I couldn't really take orders. Um, But I did have a couple orders, like, for Christmas cookies and stuff when I was home, you know, during break. Uh, But for the most part, it's a lot of grad parties, a lot of, like, baby showers, wedding showers, um, a couple birthdays, but those are smaller orders. Okay. Is there any special secret to getting people to love your desserts? No, not that I've found She yet. wouldn't reveal. She wouldn't tell all you guys. She wouldn't tell you. Wouldn't tell me. Uh, yeah, no. Okay. Well, that, I mean, that's kind of interesting how it happened. Like, just kind of took yeah. off out of nowhere. But you were there and ready to kind of say, this is something that I want to do. I want to pursue that. Has there been a point in time where you thought, you know, it's just not not worth the time, not worth the trouble, or? Um, so, I kind of think that, like, every single week, um, when, nah. I'm, doing, <laughs> when I'm doing grad party orders, um, right? because I'll get to, like, Thursday, na- Thursday night, like, midday Friday, and I'm like, I have to deliver 200 cookies, you know, by the end of the day today, and they're just not done, so. Right. I mean, like, I go through, like, you know, a couple minutes of, like, I really hate doing this. Right. But then, like, once I see them all done, I'm like, oh. That is the most satisfying. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. We make the spread. And so you, I mean, for kids our age and most of the people who listen, I mean, we we have terrible jobs. Like, (laughs) as as it goes, I mean, I I, I am fortunate um, to even, I guess, have work these days. But that sounds pretty fun that you get to do that. Like, and it's kind of like a mix of passion and and you have some some fun doing it as well it's really a blessing and a curse um especially because like during this time of year Mm -hmm. i like right now i'm so busy like i have an internship like i am taking a class and then Mm -hmm. like on top of that like i have my own business that i have to tend to so like it's really nice that I have that and like I'm making money and like I can take as many orders a week as I want or I can tell people that I'm booked. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice except for like having a real job, um, like you you don't make your hours necessarily. It's like, okay, I'm working until 5 p.m. and then I get to go home and lay in my bed. Right. But like working from home and being like your own boss, it's like, well, if I want to procrastinate all day and then work on them all night, I can do that. Or mm-hmm. it's just like when I do like overload myself and take too many orders for a week, which I do like pretty often, mm-hmm. um, I end up like working like all day 
every day of the week and then it's kind of like yeah did I do this it's a lot to do yeah Yeah. Yeah. but it is really nice being able to you know control my hours I guess as long as I make smart decisions Mm -hmm. that's the key yeah (laughs) are so to people out there who may say you know they want to work for themselves they want to have their own hours like pros and cons um you just gave a list like would you recommend that I guess to put you on the spot um, I wouldn't not recommend it. You just have to go into it knowing that you have to stay organized and you have to like be in control of your decisions because oftentimes I take orders that I shouldn't because I mm-hmm. already know I'm booked, but it'll be like, you know, my family friend that's like, right. oh, I just need like a dozen of whatever. Sure. And I'm like, oh yeah, I can do that, but I should be telling people that I'm too busy. So I guess like you just kind of have to stand up for yourself in a sense and keep yourself organized absolutely. and not absolutely know when to not overwork yourself and know when you have the time to take extra orders and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And do you have any planners, systems, phone reminders in place that help you with that? I very honestly just write the orders on note cards and I have them like in order. So it's okay. like every week okay. I just I'm like okay, it's like, a good this system. is what I have to do every yeah. week. I love note cards. I know, I need Lists. I need to start putting it in my phone or something, but I'm I'm also like the type of person that like would rather just write everything down. Sure. Yeah. That's kinda rare. People <laughs> I love their I'm not a huge their phones and things. Whatever. But I also have a binder which I'm not very good at keeping up to date, but mm-hmm. like I'll just like print pictures and description and like the order total and stuff just to keep track sure just so I know everything and I have pictures of everything yeah and talk about for one you mentioned like that moment when it's all done yeah and you get to lay it out how nice is that it's so awesome it's literally so nice especially like once it's all packaged and ready to go and I'm like putting it in my car and Oh, give yourself a little pat on the back. Yeah, it's like okay like I just made you know a decent amount of money and I'm finished and I'm proud of my work but getting there is stressful sometimes, but it's definitely a good feeling when I'm finished. Absolutely. Okay, now serious question, probably the most important I've asked so far. How do you refrain from eating everything <laughs> that you make? I feel like I wouldn't um, even make it past the batter. Like I'm so, like I'll just, and it's not, I'm not the one who's baking, but I'll go and steal some batter. Right. Like, that's the best part. Like, yeah, that's my siblings. Um, right, right. Got but it. I, I think that I'm just around it so often that it like, I still like sweets, but like they definitely don't mm. appeal to me as much as they used to. Like when I'm making cookies now, like I'm not really interested in eating them, but like maybe three years ago I would have had like six in a day. Yeah, I would have six in a day right yeah. now. Um, so that's really interesting. Is there a favorite dessert that you have that you don't make that you get to have and it's kind of like nice because you don't do it yourself? Or like candy or something? Um, anytime that we like get desserts from somewhere else, I'm very critical of them. But it's really nice to have like, oh, yeah. this is how someone else did it. And, you know, well, yeah. And it's just nice to not have to make it for myself. And mm-hmm. then, it's, then it's more of a treat because it's like I didn't have to work That's for the it. point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the point. Yeah. Part of it. Anyway. Um, so now I want to ask both of you guys. Um, you both, you know, are, are in food. And then you you have to decorate your desserts, Isabel. And then, Maddie, you need the food to look super nice for when <laughs> you post. Because not everyone out there, not every, what are you up to? One and a half thousand? Followers now? Yeah, I have like a thousand two hundred. Okay. 
That's a that's a lot. She's famous. Yes. Well, it's because the I feel like I was looking through it uh, yesterday and today. Like the pictures look so like nice. They're so satisfying. But not everyone gets to eat it. You know, yeah. like the experience is looking at the pictures. Right. How important, I guess, to you first, Maddie, is getting it to look good as opposed to tasting good? <laughs> so for me, I always want it to like look good. I always place everything in like a proper spot before I take the picture. And then I... Phone eats first. Right. And then exactly. I get the That's lights right. and I get the angles oh, and the wow. filter. And, wow. you know, I have to do everything. But at first, I like... It wasn't really like thinking too much about aesthetic and then I started doing everything with like my granite countertop background and I think it looks nice on my Instagram Absolutely. and I use the same filter on every um, post uh-huh. so sometimes it's hard to get the right angles because some foods are just like not very photogenic but <laughs> sure sure photogenic yeah. foods what is a photogenic food? <laughs> how how okay, does that so, work? You know how Isabel's cookies are very photogenic. They oh, absolutely. Very good in pictures. Little like, college logos, your little <laughs> right, script exactly. writing. Like, it oh, just looks it's so very good nice. Pictures. It's so satisfying. Like chicken doesn't really look uh, good in pictures. You can make it look good, but sometimes it's just like you know, like this isn't like looking the best, and then my pictures. Come on, chicken. <laughs> yeah. What? So. What about you, Isabel? How important is the decorating? I mean, um, maybe less pictures? so. Like the taste, the taste matters. So really, I guess if you're, I'm not like people a, are buying them. I'm not like a huge like picture of my. St- I don't know. I I didn't have an Instagram for my baking until like during quarantine. I think I made it because, mm-hmm. well, my good friend Madeline always told me that I needed one. I needed <laughs> Gotta an Instagram, have it. and I was like, no, I Business don't. Like, I don't want more Love people it. to order from me. Like I'm already so busy, whatever. Right. So I always just had a Pinterest account. And mm. so I would just post stuff on my Pinterest, and then like when people would text me like for ideas, I could just send them the link to my Pinterest and be like, "There's all the pictures." Like, that's you convenient. Know, choose what you want. I'm not familiar with Pinterest. I feel oh, like I should be. I love be. Pinterest. I feel like I should be. That's like. <laughs> I feel like I used to be super into it. Either boards and yeah. whatnot. It was just easier because I could just send the link, and like everybody, like you can open it on like a web browser right. and like just look mm-hmm. at all the pictures. Um, so I did that, and like when I was doing that, I didn't really care what yeah. the pic- if the yeah. pictures were you know people artsy are just or not. Asking just, for your advice, and right? I was just, just kind of going take for, my pictures, right? <laughs> like just kind of going for like giving people ideas. Um, but since I've made my Instagram, I feel like maybe now I focus a little bit more on how the pictures themselves look. Um, I'm not very good at taking pictures of my food, especially like cake pops and stuff, because I don't I don't know how to plate cake pops. Which I feel like I should maybe know that, but what does that mean, plate? Them? Like, like, how do you place cake pops on a plate to make them look good? Because I feel like they should be like in someone's hand, but my hands are also not very photogenic. So ah, yes, photogenic hands. <laughs> yes, tough. <And> then, <laughs> um, but then, like all my cookies, I, I, we have like white glass plates in my kitchen, and I just put them on there, walk by the window where there's. Oh, they're light, photogenic. Just, yep. They are. They yeah, look good. <laughs> yep. And your Instagram handle is baked by Isabel R. Yes. Correct? Yes. And Maddie, yours is? Maddie's Wholesome Eats. So if you aren't on your phone looking them up while you're listening to this already, uh, which you should have been, now you can, and, uh, and give them a follow. Okay, so I have <clears throat> a question for both of you about um, turning kind of your passion into something that you do more on a regular basis. And Isabel, you already kind of touched on the fact that it takes away from it a little bit doing it kind of as a job 
yeah. turning it from a hobby into a job. Like you always hear these professional sports players who are like, "Oh, I don't enjoy." Somebody, some, there was some soundbite recently of a pro golfer saying that he doesn't like to golf. Right. Like, like, mm-hmm. which I don't understand a hundred percent. But can you just talk a little bit more about that? And like, do you still get to in, enjoy the the process of baking or anything like that? It's definitely way different when it becomes a job. Um, because before it was just like, you know, baking when I felt like it or baking for fun or baking for like my friend's birthdays or something, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and now that it's become a job, I definitely still enjoy it because if I really didn't enjoy it anymore, I could just stop taking orders, you know, just be done. But I definitely still enjoy it. I enjoy doing some things more than others. Like if somebody wants like a 24 set of cookies that are like, you know, a super cute theme, like, oh, I would love to do that. Like I'll have fun doing that. Um, But sometimes like grad party orders just, I'm like, I don't want to make 200 grad cap cookies, you know? And I I definitely still enjoy doing it. It's just like a lot of work, Yeah. you know? And I don't have as much fun doing orders like that, but I still enjoy baking in general. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maddie, what about you? Um, I feel like mine's a little bit different because I don't really like sell any of my stuff. It's yeah. not really like a business, but I also think that I have more of a variety to make. Like you I do have a large variety. Yeah, you like, have dessert, well, dinner, lunch, snacks, breakfast. So I wouldn't say that I it takes away too much from my passion for it. Yeah, that's good. Well, when I when I think of baking, like think of like Christmas cookies and you're with people right. around and I feel like that may take away from that a little bit yeah that definitely changes things too because when I'm baking I want nobody near me like nobody's allowed in the kitchen <laughs> okay so I'm sure your family loves that yeah no they hate it um <laughs> it's, it's actually really it's funny because like my grandma like is like seriously my biggest supporter um awesome even though she like she has facebook and like i get terrified that she's gonna like come in halfway and put things on facebook because i'm like oh my god i'm not done with that Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but she like loves to be like on top of me and like oh my god that looks so good and it's Mm -hmm. so cute and it's so nice but i'm like get away from the space yeah yeah Yeah. does she does your grandma bake a lot as well no she i mean no so where did you pick this up (laughs) where did you pick it up um when i was little I guess I kind of did a lot of baking with my mom, I guess, but like nothing really that extravagant. And then like my aunt kind of realized that I really like doing it. And so for my birthday every year, we would do like, we're going to like a cupcake making class. And like, it wasn't really that extravagant, but like that kind of got me into it. And then my neighbor, who's like the exact same age as me, like when we were little, like we would just bake all the time, like, you know, bringing birthday treats to school. Like we were top-notch birthday treats because oh. we would, yeah it was serious. oh yeah everybody um, knew when it was isabel's birthday <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah we were. um but so she her mom actually like is kind of doing the same thing i am and like you know doing right. a small baking business so i guess i kind of grew up doing it with my neighbors and my mom and stuff like that but i never really was like very serious about it right as a child <laughs> right yeah um maddie what about you how did you get into it i mean for your mom or did you just kind of I don't know, Pinterest, get the inspiration yeah, from, explore. I mean, yeah, I would just say my mom probably because I've just grown up being healthy and mm. just like followed kind of what she did. And like, mm. this is a funny story, but like in middle school and stuff, like my mom would make me like lettuce wraps and like fruit and like vegetables for lunch and my friends would have like fruit roll-ups and Oreos. And right, stuff. And right, like, right. You're like, what the heck? Wait. But 
like, Mom. and that's what I grew up with, so I didn't even right. know until, like, middle school. I'm like, wait, why do you guys get all that? Yeah. I'm, like, eating these lettuce <laughs> yeah, wraps. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's a trade. Lettuce wraps. That's a tough trade. Tough sell. Yeah. Lettuce wraps in middle school. <laughs> so where, but where do you get your ideas? Because you do, like you said, make a ton of different things. Yeah, so I follow a decent amount of, like, bigger, like, right. Instagrams, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. I follow dietitians that like have written books, cookbooks, or whatever, and they have like five hundred thousand followers or whatever, and they wow. have websites. So I'll like go search and I'll click on their website and I'll find another website, and I just have a ton, like a ton, saved in my like Google, like Google thing. Like I have a folder and it's like food websites, and it's just like <laughs> so long. Yeah. And so I kind of just like look on those, or like if I am like, oh, I want to make like oatmeal chocolate chip cookies or whatever I'll look up like healthy ones or I'll look up on the websites that mm-hmm. I have saved and then I'll like pick some things from this or some for this or sometimes I'll just make their recipe and change it a little bit or you know yeah make it your own make yeah. it your own what I'll are the best so it, when I think of I mean you're you're cooking and it's like eggs butter sugar milk whatever and that's not the healthiest <laughs> base of ingredients right. what are the best substitutes that you found to maybe a little healthier alternative, but still tastes good. Right. Um, I really, really like coconut sugar. I don't know if you've ever had it. It's kind I of don't like think I have. Darker. How does that work? I actually don't know, but it tastes <laughs> I, yeah, really I feel good. Like coconut milk, I can picture, but coconut sugar. Yeah, it's like kind of like, it's like brown. It's not like white. And it's okay. like kind of has more of like a molasses taste, I guess. Okay. And it's a lot better for you than regular like white granulated sugar. Um, so I use that in a decent amount of my recipes. Um, instead of butter, well, not all of my recipes I use or find have butter, but a lot of them have coconut oil. So okay. So coconuts are your go-to. Right. That's what I'm hearing. Right. And Love coconuts. And then I also use I make a decent amount of gluten-free. Okay. Um, when I bake and stuff, because I'll use almond flour, coconut flour, oh, again. <laughs> How does that? How do you mill a coconut? I just don't understand. It's like the miracle fruit. But I mostly use almond flour or gluten-free flour because I think it tastes very similar and it has no gluten, which is better for you. Right. And um, also, I haven't used this very much, but stevia and like yeah, stevia and there's this thing called monk fruit sweetener. They're both like I think I've heard of that. Zero calorie sweeteners and like they just are like better for you and they don't they're not as bad as sugar and so I've used them in like a few of my recipes and I think they've turned out well but mm-hmm. my go-to sugar is coconut sugar or pure maple syrup not like the kind that of doesn't uh, yeah I've had that my but dad like, buys that and tries <laughs> to put it with pancakes I'm like I don't no. want this it's good when it's baked in. It's stuff. good, yeah. Really? So like, it's, yeah. like I'll use thing. like yeah. a fourth a cup of coconut sugar and a fourth a cup of like pure maple syrup, and it's like super good. You wouldn't even know, but like mm. not the kind you put on pancakes, like log house or log cabin or whatever right, it's right, called. Right. Yeah, not yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, it has yeah, to be like pure. Like, yeah, I don't think that's very good for you, but um, <laughs> yeah. So who are your guinea pigs for testing these healthy alternatives? Um, my family and What was that? That was a little look there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh. Josh. So Josh gets the brown. Yes. I usually, I'll bake stuff and I'll leave like half at home and I'll bring half to his house or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I just want everyone to try it. Yeah, yeah. And then you collect the reviews yeah. and say, like, okay. I'm like, so was it good? And mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, I made that one with honey, no sugar. <laughs> so do you, tell, like, you no. tell everyone after? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. That's kind of sneaky. It's before. kind of sneaky. Like one time I made these coconut flip what? Coconut flour <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. Coconuts. Again. I know. Because oh. I don't use coconut flour as much as I use like almond flour mm-hmm. and stuff. So I was like, you know, I looked up a recipe because I wanted to like use it. And I made it like super healthy and I texted Josh and I was like, oh, this is what's in it. And he's like, that sounds like it has more in common with vitamins than cooking. Uh-huh. And I was like, just trust me, like they're good. And he said they're actually very good, so. Okay, good. So he gets, he gets the privilege yes. of being the guinea pig. Okay. Well, that, that's really interesting. And I, I, uh, I am curious about this because I think a lot of people over the past few months, as you guys have both said, more time to yourself, uh, more time at home. Um, people are baking bread a lot, I hear. <laughs> yes. I, go to the, I went to the store because I got some kind of spirit in me to, to try and bake something. This is a few months back. And I went to the <laughs> store. I went to the store. This is April or whatever. And everything was gone. Yeah. Everything was gone. Yeah. So my mom tried to make bread because she was, you know, on the trend. And there was... It's no, trendy. Yeah, yeah. Making bread. There was no yeast at the store. Yeah, I probably And it was also that. extremely difficult to find flour, which was... Mm-hmm. A burden for me because yeah. I use so much flour. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. And yeah, so it was just weird. Eggs too. Eggs were like limited, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, I need like an entire dozen of eggs just for like what I'm doing." Yeah, so. yeah. Where do you do you just go to the store and get your stuff for these mass orders or um, Costco or? So my mom will usually go to Costco for like flour just because I don't have a Costco membership. So she'll get, like, flour there because they have, like, the whatever, like, five, ten-pound bag of just, you know, flour. Um, and then, like, eggs and stuff like that. Like, we we constantly go through eggs at my house. Like, right. my dad eats eggs every morning. How many, like, how many siblings do you have? I have three siblings. So in my house, it's my parents. And then I have an older sister who, she was home during quarantine, but mm-hmm. she lives at Michigan State right now. Mm-hmm. And then me, and then I have a little sister who's 17. Mm-hmm. And then my little brother is 12. Okay. And then my grandma lives with us as well. Very sweet. So there's just so many people in my house. Just so going like, through the yeah. eggs. So we go through the Tearing eggs through and the like eggs. milk and everything so fast. So that was really interesting during quarantine for us because it was like you know you could go to the grocery store and you're only allowed to buy two cartons of eggs and then i use one and then my family's like well now there's well, now there's like 1.2 eggs yeah. per person for the week so that, so that, that doesn't so, yeah, add up that the whole like limiting grocery things was very interesting for me and my business and i'm sure it was interesting for you as well yeah on easter actually i wanted to make homemade cinnamon rolls because why not, you know? Right. And I was like, Mom, just, like, pick up some yeast when you're at the store. And she's some like, yeast. I went to three stores, and I could not find this yeast. I'm like, I feel like it's not that hard to just yeah. find it, you know? <laughs> Who buys and, yeast? <laughs> right, right. That's what I was thinking. Then I figured out there's this bread trend, and I was like, well, that's why there's no yeah. yeast, yeah. you know? But, yeah. Yeah, the yeast stuff. But I was, and I was like, well, it's not meant to be. I'm not a baker. <laughs> I went home. I got some, like, cookies and bottle, <laughs> whatever. Um, but, yeah. Okay, so I think that's going to do it for segment one of this episode. Everyone out there, I hope you enjoyed this episode a lot. Make sure to tune in on Thursday where we're going to have more typical success in dialogue, five-question method conversation coming at you. Um, And in the meantime, on our midweek break, make sure to, as always, go get it. Thanks, guys.
there you have it, guys. Season 1, Episode 6, Segment 1 of Success in Dialogue, all about food. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really, really hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, make sure to tune in, remember, on Thursday for Segment 2 of this same great conversation. Dare I say, even better tidbits of advice and a little more of that Success in Dialogue style conversation. As I said at the beginning of the episode, if you enjoyed, please follow us on Instagram for more content at Success in Dialogue. Follow us on Twitter at SID Podcast One and make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or have Apple Podcasts, please, those ratings and reviews go a really long way. I love reading them and I really do appreciate when you guys leave those there. Just a little life update for me I have now moved into college at the University of Notre Dame. And we're going to keep churning out episodes until the end of season one. And our new guests will probably all be Notre Dame students. But as you can tell right now, I don't have my microphone with me. So these kind of intro and outro recordings as of right now are are a little rougher. So please excuse our dust. But we're still going to be making those same great episodes as always and keeping on that regular schedule. As I said, thanks for listening. And until Thursday, make sure to get out there and go get it. Thank you.